That feels good. Right on time. I can't hold you. We late. We later than what? <laughs> this is the first time I've ever had a guest on the show that also had their own radio show. Little experience. You know, little experience. Like, I can't use the tricks on you, bro. You already know yeah. what the vibes are. <laughs> now, so I think about your radio show, mm-hmm. super dope show. You had me on for an episode. Yep. But the story about your show that always remains with me was the day that we weren't even recording, and I'm not sure if you remember. Yeah, this. yeah, I remember. <laughs> so, we out late. Mobbing through campus life, just just doing some goon related mm-hmm. activity. For some reason, was trying to climb on a roof we were not supposed <laughs> to be on top of. So, us two and somebody else who will not be named are climbing on a roof. As we're halfway up there, one of the security guards comes out the door of Frozen. the building that we're climbing on. <laughs> Frozen. He's just staring at us. <laughs> the thickest Spanish accent I've ever ever heard in my life I think he had a cell phone out <laughs> it <was> speed dial <laughs> the number was already typed he was just waiting man said what are you doing on ceiling <laughs> yo we ran away and flew right into the studio yeah. bro made it over there thank you for keeping us out of jail that day mm-hmm. we were probably breaking the law and didn't know it so um i appreciate you yeah it's crazy the appreciation you find for people. Yeah. Like years after <laughs> things happen. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Back with ER Black. It's been a little bit since we tapped in, so glad to have y'all back with me. I am your audacious host. Whew. I got another guest with me here today. Sir, who are you? I'm Mr. Jack Johnson. <laughs> right, you have the coolest name in the world. Dude. You know the pro- the biggest problem is that people think they're too original when they make a joke about my name. Yeah, like when I first meet them, they they been did that. They already, do the bro. banana pancakes, you know. They do all the the singing stuff, then they do the boxing stuff, and then we move on. So the audience who does not know who you are, mm-hmm. what should they know about you? Man, well, first of all, I bleed green. Philadelphia <laughs> Eagles coming out with a big one today. One win today. One I'm one. always the one dude too in the New Jersey Philly area. And they always ask me, what's your sports team? What's your sports team? Always out of the blue. I say Pittsburgh. Oh, oh this guy. <laughs> well, thanks for having me on, bro. Like, what's wrong <laughs> thanks with for you? having me on. Props to the Eagles today. I won the game. Nah, yeah. Yay. I'm so excited for you. I really, I, and I'm, the thing is, I'm a Pittsburgh fan. Mm-hmm. I've never been an Eagles hater. Okay. When y'all won the Super Bowl, I was genuinely yeah. happy. Yeah. I feel like that was a long time coming. I felt like y'all deserved that. I felt like tearing through the city the way we did yeah, afterwards yeah. might not have been the <laughs> best way to go about it. Dude. But people were happy. The thing is, like, you are Philly. I, I am. Feel. I'm you right have here. that Philly uh, attitude. Where are we right now? We're in Philadelphia, baby. <laughs> city brotherly love. I'm in this <laughs> all the time. Come on now. I love the teams. I love what y'all do. I just... I don't know. I can't tell you how I became a Steelers fan. It just, it just happened. It found you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Being bleeding black and yellow isn't something you find. Mm-hmm. It finds you. Mm-hmm. What's y'all sports team? Put in the comments below. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> All right, sir. We was talking earlier, yeah. and I explicitly told you not to tell me yeah. because I wanted to be surprised. What do you do? What do I do? What do you do? All right. So as you know, um, and the listeners won't, but I went to school for um, 
uh, my degree is in data analytics. Oh my god, you go to Montclair State? I might have. Who's telling my secrets? <laughs> no, nah, but... need to be endorsed by them. At this, point. <laughs> <laughs> this is Jack Johnson, bro. I'm saying no, nah, but um. So I ended up after school, graduated in 2020. Yeah, middle of pandemic. Graduated, looking for a job, can't find one in in my field. Right. So I ended up settling. I got a job at. Uh, local company. What are human the typical resources. jobs for data analysts? Yeah, so I mean, like, the first thing you're gonna think of is like a data analyst. Okay, right, that and makes a lot of sense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, and that, and it can be for like a bunch of different things. You know what I mean? I mean, gotcha. it, it's one of those degrees that's like you could apply it to a lot of different things. Yeah, yeah, and so, but okay. me coming out in like an unprecedented global emergency uh, situation they described COVID-19 as unprecedented so <laughs> much <laughs> it's ridiculous Dude, I'm like I'm like I don't know and and you know I feel pressure to yeah. find a job like especially in I, I mean I would say this as college as a whole but I remember in the business school especially it was like there there was no you know the whole reason you're going to college is to get a job mm. So you would think that would be every field. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I mean, <laughs> other than like what philosophy, <laughs> general humanities. <laughs> yeah. Yo, my man's graduated with a general humanities. Degree. I can't tell you what he's doing right now. Yeah. But I'm he never. He can't either. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out, uh, bro. Bleep that. Shit. Already know yeah. Yeah. I got beef with him because he don't talk to me no more. But that's neither here nor there. Who? <laughs> But now I, I graduated communication studies. Mm -hmm. So, you know what I'm saying? I felt like I was that person where I fell into that realm. You graduated right. with a communication degree. And what do you do? You work at Sam's Club mm -hmm. or something. Yeah, like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, I mean, I get it. But you had a real degree. Yeah. You had a real and, degree. And so, like, when I – and, you know, I'm I'm a, I'm a the type – I got thick skin. So, like, mm. if, it, you know, I can deal with rejection or saying no or whatever. But, um, but <sighs> damn. It breaks my heart to this day. Man. Bro. Yeah, like. It's just hard, like, yeah. you, you apply to maybe, you, you know, you set the goal for yourself. You're like, I'm going to apply for 10, 10 jobs a day. Right. And then you do, like, maybe nine or eight, you know. And I remember talking to you a couple months ago mm -hmm. before you were wherever you are now. Yeah. And you were saying that, you know, you were setting goals to apply to X number of jobs a mm -hmm. day and was going in. And the conversation was just about the grind. You was yeah. On. Yeah. And I mean, like, and. And just getting and, and doing that, like putting feeling like you're putting in so much work. Yeah. And then getting a message like five minutes later where it's like after careful consideration. And I'm they like, bro, I just a Bro, it's like been an hour. <laughs> they but, was considering yeah, everything yeah, right. for an hour, bro. <laughs> They're like, God <laughs> But um Sorry, oh, I said shit. I was gonna keep the profanity down. But I, your life I, and easier. I encouraged you to continue. No, to do I can't. It. I can't. <laughs> But um, We're a very clean podcast. We promote positivity <laughs> and clean communication. Thank you very good. much. <laughs> but um, yeah, long story short. Anyway, right. so so I ended up getting a job right after graduating. Not right after graduating, actually, a few months later. Um, in a in a company that's headquartered in my town, so it worked out. Okay. Short commute, everything was good. Um, and I was in human resources. Okay. And up until a few months ago, uh, early August, actually, um. So our our mutual friend, who was an RA in college, um, I feel like there's a lot of those. Yeah. Well, do you know? Okay, I didn't so, know you knew him. Yeah, yeah. So he's the goat. He is. 
on a whole nother level he's on, after like, I tell you this. med school right now, isn't he? Well, so he had the job that he referred me for. Oh. Yeah, so so I'm working in human resources, you know, one day. Doing the HR thing. Yeah, he texts me. He says, um, you know, are you looking? And I, I, we were just talking about this earlier. Nice. Like, I was looking. You I was, was try- looking like a – and I want to pause right yeah, there yeah. because I'm curious about your thoughts on that grind, that hustle, and that mindset. You woke up every day and was like, I got – 9, 10, 11 of these I got to put in by the end of the day, regardless of if you met your quota or not, mm-hmm. you went hard. Do you think that's the norm? Well, average person today, do you think they would work as hard and do all of that in your position? So in my position, yeah. I said that that was the goal I set for myself. Fact. Rarely did I meet that goal. How far away from your goal do you think you were? I would say that if I wanted to, let's say on average, like right when I started to feel like uh, I reached that point where I was actively searching. Yeah. I would say like if I wanted to put on average 10 a day, I would probably put on average five a day. Like I was significantly. Half half ish. Yeah. Like significantly lower. And it was, but it, it was hard because like, and I I think we were touching on this earlier. Yeah. Um, it's just like when you get off work sometimes, you don't want to. F- yeah, like, I want to chill. I, I like, and sometimes it's, and you know, if you're in a groove where this happens, it, it, it could be worrisome, but like, sometimes you just want to, like, watch some mindless, right? You know, guilty pleasure st- yeah. type stuff. Like, I started like, bringing American Horror Story back yeah, yeah. For, for no exactly, reason. Just exactly. because. Yeah. yeah. Like, something I could just turn my mind off and just chill. Just chill. Just chill. But you don't necessarily have the luxury to do that. I know. Yeah. Especially if it's like, you know. And, and and I think for my position, it was different because I didn't hate, I didn't hate my job. Right. I just wanted something better. Like, you knew it wasn't the angle. Exactly. Angle type yeah. Like how people always say, uh, your first job isn't your last job. Facts. You know what I mean? I was like, yeah, I, I understand that. Um, you know, it could be a lot worse. Right. I could be doing something I really hate. Right. But What would yeah. that look like? What's the job you really, really hate? I don't know. I don't know. Because um, you've sales? always had a positive personality, so I feel like you would make the best out of everything. Yeah, yeah. But what do you think that would be? The well, worst I tried job? to. I tried to. Yeah. But, um, but I would probably say something in sales. Um. I don't like putting pressure on people. Yeah. Um, I think that, like, and you could probably, you know, you've known me for a, little a few bit, years a little now. Bit. Come on. <laughs> like, you could, you can just tell that I'm not, like, I'm very into, um, you know, whatever you think is right. Like, I don't yeah. want to, you know, I, I'll. You're not going to force the right, shirt. Exactly. You're exactly. not going to give them the pickle. Exactly. If they don't want the if pickle. If they want it, <laughs> hey, I'll, I'll, I'll tell them why I like it. But yeah, like, and so I, I would say that would be a job where I hate, yeah. where I would hate it. Yeah. Like sales. I don't like putting people on the spot. Yeah. I don't like, I don't like giving people advice. So at this time, <laughs> shout out to all my people that work at Boscovs yeah, right. and other retail industries. <laughs> You're stronger, stronger men than I. I nice. women. I couldn't, I couldn't do that. I had a, my boy, we used to work in Marshall's. And I ain't going to trip because I tried to work there, too. Yeah. And this is back in high school when I couldn't get a job. I applied to every McDonald's in the area, every, every, everything. I couldn't get a job yeah. nowhere. And I think I, I used to lie on my resume. 
but I was 16, so I didn't know the people. Would. So I'd be like, yeah, I used to run a lemonade stand. I used to babysit. I used to all the shit that I never did. Because right. I'm, bro, like, let's, let's keep it real. I'm the coolest dude in the world. I'm from not the best neighborhood. I'm 6'2". I'm black. I'm knocking on your door like, can I watch your kids today? Like, <laughs> how do you think that's about to go? Like, get but, closer to me. Bro, I, but I used to put that <laughs> on my resume. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I want to do this, this, and this, and it never worked. But long story short, my mans who used to work in Marshalls would give me the scoop about all of the you would have to do. And when you think about retail from the outside looking in, it just looks like some regular, regular shit. Right. And then you get the added details and everybody that is shoplifting and all of the fires you have to put out right. and the coworkers that ain't shit. It gives you a newfound perspective and appreciation for the people that work those positions. Definitely. Definitely. It's not the easiest thing in the world. It's not the hardest thing in the world either. No. But it's not the easiest thing in the but world. But you know what? I think that that does require a level of patience. It does. I don't have. And I, I, I often find for myself people that are in the higher end positions, mm -hmm. directors, administration, management, those will often be the people that have the least experience with customer service. Right. How funny is that? Right. You feel me? Yeah. I maybe, get that. Maybe if they were still in Boscov's, yeah, yeah. this shoe would be on the other foot. Yeah. But <laughs> it's the thing. It's, it's who you know. It's who you Yo. know. And we was talking about that particular mm -hmm. department that will not be named that I'll never work for again a day in my life. But I think a lot of them got yeah. there because they know somebody. And yep. I've always been that person to be blessed to know people. Mm -hmm. I'm not mm -hmm. going to sit here in front like, I think I used to be very big on the self-made. I did everything myself. Right. A lot of it I did. Mm -hmm. But... A lot of key people in my life have helped me to get to where I am today, and I'm doing them and everybody else a disservice by making it about me. Right. So I like to be very, you know, cautious about letting letting people know that they help me out. But I'm here where I am today because I hustled, bro. Hell yeah. I hustled, bro. Hell yeah. I, I ace hood hustled the <laughs> out of everything I did, bro. Because I had no choice. Yeah. I had no choice, bro. I had no choice, and we was talking. We was talking earlier on the way over here, uh -huh. just about what the upbringing was like and some of the struggles that was going through back in the day. It it's sink or swim, yeah. Eat it or really be is. eaten. Yeah. And you break. telling me, I don't know all the outside experience about what your position was like when you applying for 10, 20, 30 jobs a day. Mm -hmm. Even though you said it was five, I yeah. <laughs> I appreciate that, <laughs> bro. You ain't stopped, bro. Yeah. You ain't stopped, and I always. I don't know. I always look at the people that do and the people that get discouraged and the people that look at rejection and see that as a reason to stop. And I just wish that they didn't. I know. And I can't knock them for not because I'm understanding the roadblock that that creates for you on top of the ones you already have. Mm -hmm. But God, nobody's going to give it to you. You got to <laughs> do it, man. You got to work yourself. You got to do it, man. Yeah. No, yeah, that's the thing. And so, and, and literally, like, this is the perfect segue because what you're saying is like, so when I, so still haven't gone to what I'm doing, but, <laughs> but I got, we like 20 minutes <laughs> we're getting there. We're getting there. I like to spin I it. Am I spin a terrible at this. So let me, let's take a second. Let's take a second and bring this full circle. Cause I was talking to you literally in my kitchen about three hours ago. Yeah. And you were like, so you do a podcast? And I was like, bro. Literally, COVID happened. 
the first time. The second time is happening yeah. right now, but <laughs> it happened the first time. And I got out of bed and I walked to Rec Philly. Shout out Will Toms. Mm. And I was like, I'm going to do a podcast today. And, <laughs> and I did it. I did it. I made my dreams come true. I have no specific qualifications to do any of this shit. I just make it happen as I go. I like to think I'm good enough with people and words and conversations and shit. But by this point in the show, you know I'll be fing up. <laughs> so we just make it do what it do, bro. Yeah, no. Nah, All right. What do you do? Black right. and white. What so, do you do? My job right now is I am a data analyst. Okay. okay. In my field um, for Colgate. Basically, okay. Colgate Palmolive. Now, why are you better than Arm and Hammer? <laughs> <laughs> Damn, I knew you were gonna ask, man. Nah, um, no, nah, but like, and and so what I the point I was gonna say earlier when we were talking about like uh, you know putting in that work to you know the hustle. Yeah, exactly. The like hustle. this opportunity fell into my lap, mm. F- like totally one hundred percent fell into my lap. And our friend that I mentioned earlier, he hit me up and was like, hey, are you looking? Yeah. All right. Sets up an interview like Yo. a few days later. Went good. A few weeks, I'm like thinking, you know, like, damn, like, I got my hopes up. I'm not going to get the job. Right. They hit me up with an offer, and I take it. And I was telling you, more money, less work. <laughs> and now are remote. you you said you're remote. Are you remote because of COVID or is that yeah. just the nature of the job? Okay. So it's COVID, but um so I was speaking with my boss, um, and basically the that whole decision on whether we go back or not go back is mm-hmm. tabled until January. So I got okay. until January to figure my shit. But you seem like, and I want to let you elaborate, uh-huh. but yeah, you yeah. seem like you enjoyed enough to where if you did go in person, you might not be opposed to that. Yeah, and and I think I wouldn't be. It, right. it, the issue now is that the distance is so, I'm in, I'm in uh, central Jersey, right. um, and this is in very north Jersey, up by uh, Secaucus. Oh, you up there, up yeah, there. Yeah, way up there. So I'm looking at places to move right now, um, like mostly closer to Montclair because that's you know where Got I went you. to school. I, I'm familiar with the area. Got you. Um, so I'm looking at some places up there. Because that wouldn't be too far. Um, now, the pivotal question with that. Yeah. <clears throat> does Central Jersey exist? Central Jersey does exist. Where is it? Central Jersey does exist. Where is it? <laughs> I would say it's between, like, Edison and... I don't know. I almost want to say Mount Holly, but Mount Holly's pretty down there. Edison and Mount... That's a fair chunk. That is a fair chunk. That's a fair chunk. Yeah, that okay. might be too big. I don't know. I say Trenton. Trent, Central Jersey. That's what I usually Trent say. Central Trent Jersey. Central Jersey. I don't know, but I believe in it. Yeah, I, I believe, believe in it. Too. I'm in Burlington, which you're in Central. I'm over you're here in giving Central. out my address and shit. Thank you, <laughs> but thank you, bro. Look at that smoothie saying it. Nah, you're in Central. And you're shout Central. out my lovely girlfriend, whom I love mm. and adore, Smoothie. Like you're in South Jersey. There's no some nobody thinks you're in nah. Central Jersey. Da-da-da. And I'm like, bro, like. Jersey. You're in Central Jersey. Any whore, I'm over here bashing my girlfriend on the pot. Um, <laughs> it's out of love. No, but but yeah, no. Nah. So I got that position, and right. and yeah, I've been I've been loving it. Honestly, I mean, um, I'm still relatively new, it. but yeah, yeah, like I'm, I'm, and we were talking about this too. I and also disclaimer, the whole time that me and 
Eli were talking. We're like, let's save this for the podcast. Let's save this for the podcast. Yeah, we was going in, and yeah. then as soon as you reach a mark, I'd be like, don't say that. Time out. Don't say that. We're going to hold that. We're going to table that Because, <laughs> bro, when you don't plan, you just got to do what you yeah. got to Land, it's, it's a lost art of being able to do things on the fly. Mm-hmm. And one thing I'm learning more as a professional, that is a trait that is very well sought after. People yeah. will look at you and say, this is what we got going. I don't know what to do. And maybe they should, but right. that's another conversation. Right. But what can you do to make it work? And you just got to make it work. That's what that's it is. All, that's all you can do, really. I think I mean, that's that's the art of life. Yeah. That's the art of life, bro. So that's that's the the morality behind the pot, and that's what right. we do. But all right, Mr. Dan... <laughs> been drinking. Data analyst. Dan. If you had one okay stock that myself and all of the thousands of viewers mm-hmm. watching right all now should invest a lot a fair decent amount of money into what would that be let me let me counter this for the question <laughs> all right are you looking at me he don't know uh, no, no 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 i know i know are you looking for What's your risk to reward tolerance? Like, are you looking for something with less risk and and more steady reward? Or? I want the least amount of risk and the okay. most amount of reward. All right, you got it. You <laughs> I got feel it. like that's the average person. Yeah, you got it. No, no. So that would be, I'm going to say, that would be VYM is the ticker. Check it out. Yeah. B- pull that up, Jamie. <laughs> This is Vanguard High Divided Yield. High dividend. Yeah. So dividend. We we passed second grade a while ago. So dividends. Basically, it's like a stock. So they earn a lot of money. So they'll give it back. That's an incentive for you to buy the stock. So they pay about 75 cents. That was their last dividend per stock you owned. So if you paid, if you had, just to make it simple, if you had right. two stocks, okay. you would have um a dollar fifty <clears throat> that month. So some some uh companies pay quarterly, right? Some pay monthly. So this is a quarterly stock. So you'll earn seventy five cents. I mean, they don't have the best dividends, but seventy five cents. Um, and by that I mean they're not consistent with their dividends. Okay, but um. But yeah, no, I I would say that's pretty. Um, so the last year, look, they've been going up. Though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, I think they average about ten to fifteen percent return annual. So if you were to put in like you know, I don't know, a thousand dollars, you'd get like, I don't know. <laughs> that's a, that's a decent chunk of change, and it's just it's scary to think about that mm-hmm. because I know as somebody who invests. A little something, something. Right, right. And not knowing all of the signs that goes behind it. And I don't know, and I want to ask mm-hmm. your view on all of the cryptocurrencies, Dogecoin, Bitcoin, everything like that. Because truth be told, aside from like maybe two or three other things, those are the only things I've ever invested in. Right. And I don't know if it's because I wasn't the best with my timing or I just don't f-ing understand <laughs> what this shit I ain't make a lot back, bro. <laughs> I done lost some shit, and I'm in the crib down bad, bro. 
talking about my rent due and all I know is Dogecoin all is my down Doge $20 is down, right yeah. now. <laughs> we just try to make it work the best we can, but yeah, let man, me I start mean, there. What's your view on cryptos? Well, as far as what your plight is, yeah. I would say that, um, you know, let's say you bought a stock for $20, it drops to $15, all right? I want to pull out at that point. No. I no, don't trust it. I'm no, scared. No, no. I'm scared. That's my 20 You know I can do with $20? It's 20 McChickens. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, if you have $20, yeah. you put in 20, you got 15. Now or now it's at 15. You don't you still have that $20. It's only until that you sell at 15 that you've lost $5. So you got to hold it. It's the it's the anxiety that comes along with it because all right, I haven't eaten in a week. Period. <laughs> I haven't eaten in a week. I have. I'm not broke. <laughs> I haven't eaten in a week. I have 20 McChickens in front of me. Yeah. I can't touch them yet, though. No. In seven days, five of my McChickens are gone. I want to take my 15 McChickens and run. But what about in 25 days if you are you got five more McChickens? I haven't eaten in a week. <laughs> yeah, you're starving. You're starving. <laughs> So, and I think I'm only saying that because obviously I can't speak for everybody. Right. But I think there is a percentage of people that are looking at, and by this percentage of people, I'm talking about the percentage of people that are looking for a way to make the money that a lot of people are making but don't mm -hmm. know how they're doing it. Right. So they're experimenting. You'll right. put a little money in here, here, and there, and want to make these returns mm -hmm. that everybody else is talking about. So how are we not doing it? Yeah, I mean, I feel like one. So there was um, a major bounce. So when, um, like March twenty twenty, yeah, when COVID really like picked up, when we went in lockdown, it's like that worst dropped. All the stock market dropped. So I thought that collapsed. I know, great yeah. depression type yeah. times. Yeah, I yeah. was scared, and, and you know, like it recovered quicker than i think people expected facts so that's why like if you see vym like i think they have like a 40 percent return so if you had and i mean that's again like unprecedented mm. i mean a return like that like 40 percent are you kidding me during a time like that yeah you say unprecedented one more i know <laughs> i'm no i'm gonna throw it in here don't worry hey you you better get on your guard but um unprecedented you but right. yeah like Coming. Yeah, and and you know, I mean, like some people were smart and probably did invest right yeah. at that time, and and they're you know retired now and <laughs> and chilling, and we're in the podcast booth. But what? <laughs> and we're just talking about this. Yeah. What? How many people that really invest in stocks are those people? Because oh, you you hear the yeah. stories about them. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? They invested in this and made so much back never did anything again yeah i imagine that doesn't happen often no. but you understand a lot more than i do what what is that i think that this is the fact all right so you know how you know how like with uh horoscopes right yeah all right let's say you it, read a horoscope yeah let's say you read a horoscope though and okay. you're like damn it really applies that this applies says tauruses are spiteful people you're the most spiteful person I know. I think I'm not a tourist. <laughs> <laughs> I think that might apply. Yeah. Okay. But but so like shout out my tourists. <laughs> let's say you let's I say don't you even read, know a tourist. Yeah, right. I don't I don't know. I don't know. But Gemini's. 
Let's say Gemini's got a bad. Let's say you read the horoscope, right? And you're like, or even like a fortune, whatever. Like you get your psych, whatever. So now fortune cookies be mine. (laughs) 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 You read that, you're like, if it applies to your life, you're like, holy. You think that's law? Yeah, and that happens about what ten percent of the time you read a horoscope. Like Mm. the other ninety percent where that doesn't apply at all, you don't give that same energy. You know what I mean? Mm. Obviously, you're like, all right, whatever. Right. But but then once that actually happens, it's like oh my god! Like the, this is the greatest thing. Yeah, in the yeah. World. Like wow, this is the first time in two weeks that this has been accurate. Right. But like damn, like now I got my faith restored. <laughs> and that be that two weeks where everything in your life is terrible. <laughs> your girlfriend just left <laughs> you. You got yeah, laid off. Exactly. But you read that one horoscope that was down to the fucking t with everything. You're like damn. All right, I'm. A- I'm going to stay out of the like way that. of, of uh, what, like, extra business affairs or <laughs> whatever. But um, oh, but so, like, that's what I would say is kind of similar to stocks in a way where it's like yeah. you he- you'll you hear about the stories of people making money. And I, and those are so attractive. Exactly. It wants you to join exactly. in that. And it makes you also almost think, like, well, you know, it's it's not that hard. Like, if, if you know, you do some research on a company and right. you say, oh, well, this is a good company. Do you think it's gambling? I've heard it that. can be. I've heard. I that. think it can be. Yeah, definitely can be. Um, I, I, the stock I said earlier, VYM. That's so that's an index fund, right. which is slightly different from like a regular stock. Okay. Um, so that basically what you're doing is that company owns, um, like thou- hundreds thousands of stocks. Okay. So you're buying a little bit of every stock they own. Okay. So it's and almost like you, right. So it's like you're spreading your risk out. So that's why those companies and other um, ETFs or mutual funds, maybe you might hear, um, that they be called, like that's why they can kind of boast those like thirty percent returns or twenty percent annual returns, is because they're very stable. All I know is I'm looking at the Nasdaq right now. I'm looking up VYM. This John says three unstoppable ETFs that can turn a thousand dollars into hundred thousand. Come on, hundred. And my nutter with a thousand dollars will go right to the bank. Like flip this. <laughs> throw I'll this. be on the corner two weeks later talking about yeah, no dime for a dub. Like <laughs> no, but I feel it. But like that's and I think that's another thing. Is like yeah, people. Th- you know, might hear like someone made a million dollars selling stocks or whatever. And it's like, yeah, like that will happen. But more realistically, if you want that result, it's going to be a a 10-year process. It's going to be a long-term process. We live in America. We live in a country where everybody wants the bag. Uh Uh-huh. What's the fastest way to get a million dollars? Gambling. (laughs) (laughs) Literally, though. Literally. Like, if you want to make money quick, then you... Probably should just. I can't hold you because learn. I I gamble mm-hmm. not at an unhealthy, alarming right. rate, and I do think for we're the, not calling one eight hundred gambler, yet. bro. Yeah, but I I think <laughs> for anybody who has an issue with that, call them. Call them right. now before Definitely. it's too late. Because if you lose all your bands, it ain't no company in the world that's gonna help you get everything back. But. I like to gamble. Well, one mm-hmm. of those, we spent the weekend in AC. We going out to right. Vegas. We just going to do X, Y, and Z type yep. thing. I love that. I've lost a lot of money. But on those weekends where you put $10, $20 in the machine, you get $150, 200 back, that be 
it, hey, yo, come on. that is enough to carry you for the next yeah. year in yep. terms of believing in what is able to have happen for you. I be playing Baccarat. I don't even <laughs> know what Baccarat is. <laughs> Just talk about let's get to the bro. bag, bro. bro. Let's get to the bag. And it's funny you say that because that's the only game yeah. where the house doesn't have the edge. Baccarat? Yeah. I think so. Oh, shit. He's going to fact check me and put me on the spot right now. No, right. I want to ask you, how does the house have the edge in blackjack? Because that's my Yeah, that's a good question. Blackjack <laughs> is my But I remember, I remember to this day, and I'm not going to hold you, bro. I pulled up to the casino. I went to the table. I put my money down, and I was going up. Mm-hmm. I was going up, 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 and I thought it was stuck. And then the dealer switched, and they brought in this chick named Sonia. I'll nah, never forget Sonya, Sonya. Come on. I never, bro. She came in the heaviest RBF I ever seen in my life. <laughs> Sonya hits she, 21 bro, every hand. She sat at the table. She said, mm, let's go. And I was like, all right. I was like, let's go. Like, I'm feeling myself. I'm up, yeah, yeah, bro. Yeah. Two, three, four hundred dollars I made up. I'm down. I'm down like a. Let bro. me take that back. <laughs> but I was just like, I don't even remember what the point that I was making here was. <laughs> But the gambling industry is some Yeah. No, I mean, that's the quickest way you're going to make money. You think so? It, it, I mean, yeah. Like, it, like if you're talking less than one year gains. Yeah. Yeah. That's the only way. I mean, and and if you're going to do that, then you got to realize that you're going to lose. You know what I mean? Like, like, your luck won't keep up. If you win your first three, you're going to lose a couple. Like, you have to understand that. No one's going to be 100%. Facts. So it's like, if you're, if you're, um, you know, if you're willing to take that risk, then go, then more power to you. This like, go says, for it. This um, this is dudes in Cleveland. Mm-hmm. I don't know who gives the news of Cleveland. <laughs> anyway, Blackjack has... The best odds of winning a house edge of just one percent hmm. in most casinos. Okay, I don't trust that word most, yeah, but that's right. just me personally. A casino wrote that, right? <laughs> You're playing against only the dealer, not hooded poker champions, which is, which is very interesting. Hmm. I don't know why I fell in love with blackjack. It's probably because it was one of those games where it didn't take a lot to learn. With right, do. right, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. As opposed to you playing roulette and, yeah, and yeah. a whole bunch of other shit being like. But I, bro, I walk in the casino now. Like, where the money at, bro? Like, and, all right, let me let me ask you this about the casino. Yeah. Right? You know how, like, you ever seen, like, those old movies where they're, you know, like, 60s, 70s, maybe 50s? Like, they're at the casino. They're dressed up. They're, sh- they're like, you know, it's, like, right high-class stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I was at a casino, like, what, a few years ago? It's, okay. like, bums. You know what I mean? It's, like, it's like a mix. It's, like, maybe think of, You ever watch Ozark? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember uh, when they was in the casino game yeah. and the rival casino yeah. and all the average looking <laughs> made me think of that. But it's like, and it's almost like, damn, like I, I'd rather have the casino, you know, AC yeah. be like the spot to go rather than like, you, like it's almost sad you see like people, you know, gambling addicts who are like. That's a problem. Yeah. That's and, a real problem. And it's like, it's sad to see because it's yeah. like you th- you see the movies and stuff and you see like you know people you in see suits, like ozark high stakes yeah, right. yeah and then you see that and it's just like people in like bathing suits and and uh buttoned ups you know and you're like <laughs> and you're like what talk about that word is my choice yeah. 
Diabetes. And I just like, that's one of those things. I just thank God that, like, I really have never been in that position. Mm-hmm. I've been down. I've been down bad, but yeah. I've never been down as bad as many people as I know. And I just like, yeah. I really just thank God for that. And I always do that, like, just thanking God for everything. Shout out to all my religious people in, in Alden. Shout out to all my non-religious people in Alden. I love you. And this we is why play I, both sides. This is why I was. <laughs> oh, they they getting uh, in the pod, bro. What's going on, y'all? Hey, we got fans. Yeah, in the <laughs> <laughs> I love. <laughs> but you being one of those people yeah. who have always been not the most religious person in the world, mm-hmm. but somebody that I always still with. And in terms of your opinion on religion in general, I appreciate it. Right. Even if we weren't always on the same page. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So yeah. thank you for that, for giving me an no alternative doubt, perspective. Yeah. But in terms of religion, however, we ended up getting here. Shout out to all the people that just waved at me and made me lose my train of thought. Uh-oh. What is that for you? Yeah, so <laughs> all right. So let me give you some backstory. Go ahead, right. bro. Go ahead, bro. I live about four houses down from a Presbyterian church. First Presbyterian church in Hamilton Square. There it is, baby. Can you break down Presbyterian for me? I don't really know what that is. So the biggest thing that I can think of Presbyterians, there's no hell. They don't believe in a hell. What happens? Everybody goes to heaven? Everyone goes to heaven. So I could kill a b- now and I'm going to heaven. Adolf Hitler is in heaven. Adolf Hitler is in heaven. Yeah. John Gacy's in heaven. Everyone who has sinned is in heaven because... so. There's the idea, I mean, and you know, I, I don't understand why you would want to live right if everybody's going to heaven. Well, first of all, and I'll I'll get to that. I'll give you okay. my perspective, but I also want to disclaimer say I am not the uh, Presbyterian head of, you know, whatever. Like that's just one thing. That's not like a, I don't know shit. Shout yeah. out to my Presbyterians. I don't even know if I pronounce <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um but like that's one of the things right. that, you know, would separate say a Presbyterian from like a Catholic or whatever. Or a Baptist or whatever. Shout out the Baptist, man. Shout out the Baptist. I, we we could talk on behalf of those. I know yeah. my Baptist. I'm down, and 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 that's what I was telling you. Like yeah. I'm interested in theology and and religion. Right. You never shut me down, right? And I think in the world today, we have a lot of religious people that will shut non-believers down. Definitely. And we have a non-believers that don't want to hear from somebody who believes in a faith. Mm-hmm. So. I think it's cool that we both could come together and have a conversation yeah. like this. Yeah, and, and and even worse, it's like I feel like sometimes on the flip side of that, it's like you could have someone who's very religious and be upset at me for not having a right, you know, a, a uh, right. um, you know, specific stand necessarily. And vice versa, I got a man who will not be named, and I love him to death, but every time I bring up God, he'll be like, "Cool." And he clowning the same God I'm talking about mm-hmm. two or three days later. Like, yeah. I love you to death, but you going to disrespect Jesus in my face. <laughs> it's just, But that's just the place that we always find ourselves. And right. I have to find myself having to understand that I love you, and I know you respect me for who I am and vice versa. Right. But you don't understand where I'm coming from. And I think it's just shit. My God, right, right. That's your business, right? But that's just the world we live in. Where if that's not something that you personally subscribe to, you don't really necessarily give it a chance. Mm-hmm. And we just be shutting. Definitely, up. I would agree. And I mean, yeah, it's just like, like so for me too. It's like I grew up, you know, yeah, um, pretty uh, involved in that church. 
Right. So like the Presbyterian one. Yeah. Okay. So like I'm I would say that I'm more knowledgeable about like biblical studies maybe okay. than like your average person. Okay. And even like your average Catholic, because from what I've heard is that um the Catholic faith is much more they don't read the scripture as much as it's more like um certain traditions and rituals. Mm. So like where Presbyterian yeah, I, I mean, I can't. I I don't. I'm. I've never been to a Catholic service right. or anything, so I, I don't know what been it's to like. A handful. Still can't speak on <laughs> <Yeah>. it. <laughs> I ain't going. I ain't going. I just can't speak on yeah. it. That is what it is. But like, and so, um, you know, growing up like that, and then kind of over the past couple of years, being like, sort of like, I don't know if I necessarily agree, mm-hmm. or I don't know if I. The thing that I say is that there's never been anything that's happened to me where I felt like God. You know yeah. what I mean? Where I where I felt like it, it was thanks to God. Gotcha. You know what I mean? So do you think it's always been thanks to you or somebody in your life? I I will say I I believe in luck. So yeah, a lot okay. of times if something good happens, I'm going to pass it off on, you okay. know, lucky. You just got lucky that day. Yeah. I would say other times it's I I'm I like I, this is kind of a contradiction, but I, I yeah. consider myself humble. <laughs> and so like I'm not You a lucky humble <laughs> Yeah, so but the reason I say that is cuz like I'm not one to say like to praise myself if I'm in a position of success or whatever. Like, I'm not going to be like, okay, well, it's all thanks to me. Still play it cool. Exactly. Gotcha. Exactly. Gotcha. So, I don't know. I mean, and and I don't have anything against religion. Right. You know, and Muslim, if you did, we Judaism. probably wouldn't be cool. Yeah, yeah, I, right? I understand that. Literally. I understand that. And, and I was telling you this, like, yeah. being atheist, like, the label an atheist makes me feel like I'm almost anti-God, where mm. I'm not. Like, I, I, I don't do know. I think that's the... Uh, connotation yeah yeah i would agree yeah because it's just like something about that word it carries weight it does and so i don't want to say i'm an atheist i don't i don't even want to necessarily say i'm a non-believer because it's like you know i don't know maybe there is i it's not the craziest thing i could see there being a god maybe like you know it's just more so i don't i wouldn't say that i praise him when something goes you know what in a success, I don't want to say when something goes good, but like period, I'll never. I don't praise God or thank God. Yeah. So it's like, and and so the reason I I think I brought this up earlier is like, I'm going on a church retreat, right? And like, remember, these are people that like I've spent I I've spent a significant time growing up with, and and they definitely are people. Yeah, they shaped me. Right. You know. I mean, so now having not spend any time in the church or with them for like five six years now being thrust back into that it's like i feel sort of like almost anxiety going to it you know what i mean and so like how would you go into that and it's not so much the scripture or like the sermons yeah because it's like like i said like i'm i'm interested in religion like right. i think that that stuff's interesting and like i said i completely agree with you yeah right like i like reading and i like interpreting you know yeah. what i mean like I, that's why like i feel like even like music fans yeah like that's kind of a big um factor in why people like music is to like interpret it and so i she <laughs> you agree i don't even 
going back to what you were saying, mm-hmm. I would try my best to be in that space as myself. Mm-hmm. And that's so easy to say. Right. It's a lot harder to do when you're in there knowingly around a group of people that don't necessarily agree with you right. or f- with you to the extent that you need to be comfortable. Right. And as hard and as difficult as it is, that's what I would try to do. Yeah. And it's it's crazy. The, the first thing I think about in that regard is just being black. I'd be a <laughs> in anywhere I go. Right, and right. it's just like the only thing I could do is be me. Right. And the people that me, regardless of anything, is going to me. And the people that don't is not going to. And I have an obligation to be myself either way. Right. And that just is what it is. And I do think that relates to being all the music conversations that we have, like mm-hmm. is debate about this, this, and this, and believe in this, and listen to this, and whatever. And you do have, you know, a bit of an environment where beef can start on that right. just as much as it could for anything else, right. which is real. Sh- so I don't know. I mean, I'll, I'll let you know how it goes. Jeez. You know, when I show up and. Yeah, and and honestly, like overall, yeah. I'm good. I'm I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Like it's gonna be cool to see everyone, and you know, um, I kind of just gone like it was like a you know spur of the moment type thing where I was Bro, like, you ain't say right, no, so let's you let's ain't say it. no. So yeah, it, it should be fun. I was just, I think it's curious, like kind of from my position, yeah, going in and and saying like sort of like, man, you know, like these people might have remember me from you know six years ago or whatever where is it at um it's in north jersey okay it's at this like uh center type of thing i've been there before it's like for a day or it's like a weekend it's like a weekend it's like two nights yeah and and the thing is like and like i'm saying like i'm looking forward to meeting up with the people that i you know the the stevens and the kyles you know that i knew i never had a cat I used to hit with the yo, my cat died. I got to get back to the crib whenever I needed to. I'm just saying. I'll use that. I'm going to put that in the back. I'm just pocket. saying, like, cats dying is never funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's dramatic. But if that's the excuse I got to pull out of my pocket to get out of whatever situation I'm in, you best believe I'm a bro. I used to tell my English teacher, my dog ate my homework. Like, you, you say what you got to <laughs> <laughs> you say what said, you yeah, gotta right. say finesse, bro. Like, <laughs> now, nah, real. Sh- my English teacher used to be the head of the environmental club. Nice, pro animal, pro environment, pro yep. everything. I can't lie to you. I can lie to you not, bro. I didn't do my homework one day. <laughs> and she came up to me and she said, "Eli, you got your homework." I said, <laughs> "I just said her name." <laughs> <laughs> I said. I know this sounds crazy. <laughs> I was like, my dog ate my homework. I was like, I was at my man's crib. I already talked to him beforehand. I was like, I need you yeah, to vouch yeah, for me. Yeah, yeah. Like, I got you. <laughs> I was like, I was in my man's crib. He made me a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. I put the sandwich on top of the homework, and he ate the homework <laughs> and the sandwich. That's good. That's good though, bro. That's good. She was like, my dog eat my mail all the time. You gotta hunt it. <laughs> 
you were like, I'm the best student that's ever been. Bro, I'm sorry. Who's finessing like yeah. that? Who's finessing like that, bro? No, bro. That's part of the, like, that's that's the intelligence factor. Duh. You know? You have to, and I think that ties back into what I was saying before, the ability to be able to think on your feet and mm-hmm. be able to just do things at the spare of the moment. Yeah. But if you can't finesse enough to make it happen, you f- yeah, you you're done. You have skills you're to done. learn in the world, and you got to figure out how to do it. Yeah, you got to fit the world. And I mentioned it on your perspective, the world for me is ever changing, ever evolving, crazy as. F- mm-hmm. What are you gonna do to be able to handle what needs to be handled when it needs to be handled? That's everything. That's yeah. everything. Regardless of whatever field you in, I am doing podcasts now, Mm -hmm. obviously. Right. I don't watch that many podcasts, which sounds kind of crazy as f think about. Um, the the few that I do watch, Joe Rogan, man's the goat. There's there's (laughs) not even too many conversations you need to have about like that. Right. Um, Mike Tyson, yeah, cool as Joe Budden. That's my man's. I f Joe Budden. I, I talked to him a couple times actually, but um, yeah. watching the Joe Budden podcast mm-hmm. and a lot of the stuff that he went through with his former co-hosts right. and stuff like that, that to me was eye-opening about how universal and you know, there's a word I'm looking for that I'm not getting right now, mm. and I'm just not gonna slide past it, but applicable. Mm. That was it. There you go. Applicable, this concept is to everything. Right. Man was going through a tiff, a debate, whatever. I'll never know the scoop because I don't know everybody. Right. But they was going through it. And they wasn't coming in and they weren't able to host and they weren't able to do their show. This man was tasked with the responsibility of making it happen either way. You have no choice. Yeah. You are running this damn near empire at this point. What are you going to do? And you have to do it. And for me, watching this and being somebody who was empathetic because the former co-hosts love them. Right, right. <laughs> bro, when they left, I cried. Yeah. Like, I love them, bro. But understanding from a boss, ownership, real perspective, right. you probably crying over this too. You know what I'm saying? Life gets you to a place where you aren't the happiest, where you have to maneuver and you're not happy about the way things are going, but you still have an obligation to make it happen. Right. If you can't do that, what are you going to do? That's the question. What are you going to do? And, like, that's what's crazy is when you hear about more extreme cases of people being in that position. Yeah. Like, make it or break it positions. Literally. And they maybe take a route that's different than how we might take. And that's difficult because then you run the risk of getting canceled. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you, you, it could be a lose lose depending yeah, on yeah, how exactly. you do it. Real. And so it's like I don't know. It's like yeah, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. And that's the thing. I don't think you really know until that's what you got to do. Right. And I think you know to a certain extent because it was make or break for you. You got to get a job. You got to apply to ten right. jobs a day. And you ain't got right. no choice. And you still did that. Right. So I think you understand. But that, to me, is just something that I think about. And to the people that 
don't necessarily have that factor. And like we were saying before, I personally have to work on my animosity <laughs> toward the people that don't have that because in my experience, the people that don't have that are the people that you <laughs> And now I realize in my life, I'm doing 10 times better than you are and I want to make fun of you for not yeah. That's not cool. <laughs> no diss track coming. That's not cool. No diss tracks coming. All positive, clean music. But I do want mm -hmm. those people who don't necessarily have that to think about that necessary factor for life and how they are able to build that skill in their own lives. Because I do think you will not be able to succeed and swim in a world full of sharks. Right. Right. And yeah. that's just the reality. Yeah. No, I'm with you. That's the reality. And that's why I feel like, like there are certain cases like we were talking about maybe where – or if you were to take the case like – um. I don't know. Maybe like just just picture in your mind like a uni like a decision where you would think everyone would universally pick the same thing, and you have to know yeah. that there are some people that won't. And it's like it's weird to think that like there are people who or like if you hear about people who do like some weird weird like like uh, there's <laughs> a lot of people that do some <laughs> yeah you know it like like there but like think about like i don't know if you've ever had it but like i had a friend recently right yeah. and like i heard like he was doing some weird right yeah. and i was like like weird in the case where it's like offensive to certain people right. and, and and i'm like i had a friend right in high school is my man's we graduated find out 2 or 3 years later he got arrested for distributing child porn. <laughs> exactly. And that to me was like, one, these <laughs> could be closer to you than you think. Yeah, that's what I mean. And I'm not even that's talking exactly about people that do that specifically, just people that you don't even know what type of that crazy thing is. Yeah, yeah. But it's everywhere. Dude, and that's what's so weird is like, un like coming to terms with the fact that like, yeah, weirdos are out there and you're boys with them like and i'm boys with and them. you don't even and know i'm friends with them and you don't even <laughs> yeah no bro you dap hands with a <laughs> giving child pornos to your home yeah and exactly you don't even you don't even know bro it's like all right like and and how do you move needs to be figured out yeah there's a million things in the world that fall into the category as for real to be further for investigated real. too but that's definitely one of them but any whore i'm about to bring this to close yeah Dude, I'm turnt. Me too. <laughs> and like this, this went by so quick. Like, we gotta find a bar after this. You ain't think almost an hour could fly by like I that, know. did you, bro? Dude, I'm upset. I'm longing for more, bro. All I'm saying is, you my man's, and for you and anybody that I f with, or even the people that I don't necessarily f with yet and want to f with me, I'm here. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I'm always here. I always talk about the importance of human interaction and us getting together and have conversations like these and just debrief. And the whole reason for the podcast elaborating a little more right. on what I was saying before is I think I have a lot of really great conversations with a lot of really great people that other people can't benefit from. Mm hmm. Mm. And now I'm like, yeah. we live in the 21st century yeah. where you can literally 
do anything. Yeah. So why don't I have people benefit from this now? So now yeah. it's just like I That's want well people said. for real. I want people to watch our conversation and full. And this is all this is for me. I don't give a no script. I don't say talk about this. I give him a drink. I give him a studio. I give him a microphone, and I say be yourself. You give and him a platform. That's the whole. Yeah. That's the whole for me. But I already know, based on who I am and the people that I'm close with and the conversations that I enjoy indulging in, we're gonna say something that might touch one person. Right. And even if it's just one person, that's all it takes. Yeah. So I'm just glad that you were willing to be a part of this. Dude, anytime. Seriously. This is awesome. That's all it's about for me. Part two coming soon. Um, Fingers crossed. Hell, bro. You don't got, you what? Like 20? Yeah, right. How far did it take to get to my house today? 20 minutes. Dog. 20 minutes. Literally. I don't care if it's a weekday. Whenever you want to pull up. Oh, yeah, yeah. After work. Whenever you want (laughs) to pull up, bro, hit me, bro. I'm going. I'm going to meet you here. I'm going to say, I'm at the stew. Where are you at? I'm going shopping <laughs> in a couple of days and we can re up on whatever you yeah. need, bro. All we right, can let's make do shit it. happen. On that note, the energy and antics of today's episode are brought to you by a bottle that I was not able to bring in today, <laughs> but I forgot. But there is Svetka in this. I know we drank that before, but look, it worked the first time and the second time. So you do what you got to do. Yeah. Mr. Jack Johnson, any last words for the audience today? <sighs> Man, no, I, I can't say anything other than, you know, keep listening, keep watching, yeah, keep looking out for more. Yeah. Like, comment, subscribe, mm-hmm. feel the vibe. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for your time. I'm your host, ER. Till the next time we're back, you know where we at.